Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right, what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here and always happy you are listening. Well, if you have been paying attention uh, to what's going on with your friends and family this summer, you might have noticed that more people are getting the cold. There's like a summer cold going around. And I just thought this was interesting because in all my years, I really didn't know that many people who got sick in the summertime. Summertime was usually a time where people didn't get sick. So I thought it was kind of interesting and strange, interesting in a strange way, that so many people seem to have gotten a summer cold. And so I wanted to explore this a little bit, listen to a couple of uh, uh, reports. This is a report from, I think it's ABC News. And um, I, it's just interesting the things they bring up. They bring up uh, how we had all these great habits during the pandemic, masking and hand washing, and now we're out of those habits, and that's somehow causing people to get sick. Uh, when, again, I, I can't remember a summer ever where people got sick. But anyway, uh, if you've listened to this program for a while, um, my feeling is is that the shots have probably harmed people in, in, in very specific ways, their immune system. Um, we talked about uh, the Pfizer study uh, on uh, the Pfizer uh, co-kinetic study on uh, biodistribution and how these spike proteins are being created in people's cells. And I don't know, I think that's, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, but it just seems like to me that's really harmed people. The other thing I've noticed is people have a hard time getting over whatever they have. Like it's not just a couple of days and you're back, you know, bounce back and you're ready to go. I mean, I know a couple of people that have been sick for weeks with some sort of cold um, and or COVID. You know, sometimes you know, people still get COVID. At least you can test and the tests do seem to show, you know, I, I hear people telling me, hey, I got tested and, you know, I had COVID. Okay, yeah. But to me, it just seems that this would be a likely thing that you would point to. And what you'll soon hear from this report is nobody even mentions any of this. They're, they're just talking about hand washing and, mask wearing it's like okay i guess we're gonna go through that again you know and 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 blame uh sickness on people's inability to wear a mask which we already know doesn't stop the virus i mean what you could say about a mask is that it keeps you from touching your own face that's about all that's about all i think you can say about a mask but um it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. You know, the, the go-to 
you know, the, the colds go up in the summertime and they go to, you know, they get the medical anthropologist we're going to hear from here in a minute. And it's just like, it's, it's entertaining and strange. Here's some bad news for you. Cases of the common cold are on the rise this summer compared to recent years. NBC News senior medical correspondent John Torres takes a look at what behind that upsetting rise. The temperatures might be soaring, but for many Americans, that hasn't stopped the cold. The common cold, that is. It's the worst cold that I have gotten. Across the country. It started off with sneezing, then congestion. It's been the summer of sniffles. And just a lot of, uh, you know, runny nose, um, always keeping tissues next to me. Some of those hacks and coughs just sound miserable. I mean, having a cold is miserable. But, you know, for as long as I can remember, the only time I've ever gotten a cold is when it's wintertime. You know, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because, you know, you get that post-nasal drip and, you know, I'm getting kind of gross here, but people do tend to kind of wipe it with their fingers or whatever, and then you touch something or you touch somebody or whatever, and I can see how the cold can be passed during the winter time. But again, I, I, I'm 56 years old. I've never known like a cold to come in the winter time. And and I'm not saying it doesn't, I'm just saying I've, it, it doesn't seem like the normal course of things. And certainly you don't hear about so many people getting a cold in the summertime. That's what's bizarre about this. And again, there's no, there's no ability or no willingness uh, to attempt to connect dots with the mass vaccination gene therapy that we had, you know? I mean, there's just, nobody remembers that history. And these were you know, we've chronicled on this show that people have had serious problems with these uh, COVID-19 mRNA shots. Uh, I mean, massive heart problems, young people dying unexpectedly. I mean, major freaking stuff, right? Enough there, enough has happened that you might at least kind of wonder, hmm, I wonder if this is causing the greatest number of colds in a summer in the history of man, (laughs) you know, but there's just no inquisitiveness, no, nothing to see here. Just, you know, Hey, it's, it's because people aren't washing their hands and they're not masking. That's why we got so many colds running around. So the, the numbers you're seeing now more than during the pandemic more than during the pandemic, absolutely. Dr. Larissa Pisney specializes in infectious diseases at the University of Colorado Hospital, UC Health. We're hearing from actually a lot of people that I'm getting a summer cold that I haven't gotten it for the last two or three years. Are you seeing the same thing here that numbers are going up? So compared to the, the rates of positivity for those for things like rhinovirus, enterovirus, adenovirus, we are seeing increased numbers compared to prior years. Those are some of the viruses that can cause the common cold. And if you look at the CDC chart, it shows how the adenovirus has peaked this summer nationwide. 
sick absolutely sucks and I've been going through a million and one tissues. It was kind of weird to stay inside and have a cold and want to drink tea when it was 85 degrees outside. Man, I don't know where that lady's living, but I don't want to be there right now because it's been 102 in the Houston area like every day for two weeks. It's just brutal. And on the weekends, you know, this is when I get a lot of things done in the yard. And I mean, I have to get up at like six and just work until nine. I mean, it is so hot. And of course, in Houston, we also have a lot of humidity. So I... I would die for 85 degrees. I mean, that would just be so awesome. But yeah, you know, I, I agree with this lady. I mean, it is weird to, you know, have a runny nose and have achiness and want to drink hot tea. She says when it's 85, well, I'm going to say when it's 102. And if you're in Phoenix, they've had like 15 days over 110. So, yeah, I mean... I can only imagine that probably makes having the cold even worse. But, you know, he brings up the pandemic here just, just ever so briefly. He, he says, well, this is more than during the pandemic. Well, if you remember during the pandemic, nobody ever got a cold, right? It was all COVID all the time. <laughs> In fact, we, we, a lot of us were saying, what happened to the common cold? Uh, nobody, nobody got the cold. There were literally zero cases of flu, uh, uh, during the pandemic. So what happened to the flu? What happened to the cold? Well, the reality is all those cases just were called, uh, you know, COVID-19 and, um, people, if, if people had a temperature or anything, you couldn't go anywhere. You weren't supposed to go to work. So, I mean, people just assume they had COVID-19. I mean, I, I assumed I had it a couple of times, but I never got tested. And, you know, did I have COVID-19? Did I have the flu? I don't know. But um, I think everybody just assumed when you were sick, you had COVID-19. So there were essentially no flu cases and no cold cases in uh, 2020. I mean, there's just none. So, but uh, this, this lady is an infectious disease person and, you know, maybe it's not appropriate for her to bring it up, but you know, there's, there's, she doesn't see any link between mass vaccination and uh, what seems to be a, a kind of a, an epidemic of summer cold. <laughs> she just doesn't see anything. She just, yeah, you know, these things, they're definitely on the rise. Rhinovirus, adenovirus, some of these common viruses. And then they said, you know, you, could, you couldn't see the chart, but in the show notes page, I'll, I'll link to this report. And they show the chart in there. And it definitely, I mean, it went exponentially high in June and peaked toward uh, the, the end of June, 1st of July. So, you know. There's a lot of miserable people out there huddled up in their beds, taking Tylenol, wiping their noses, and wondering, how in the world do I have a summer cold? Uh, That's usually reserved for the wintertime.
So why are we seeing more colds now? It's basically we are not masking, we're not hand washing as much. Doctors believe those pandemic precautions so many took kept the cold at bay. If you do have a cough or cold, make sure you hand wash. <laughs> uh, you know, up to you if you would like to wear your mask or not. And it's the same if you want to avoid a cold. Wash your hands frequently and even wear a mask in crowded spaces if you choose. Ways to avoid this now common summer bummer. I've never gotten sick during the summer, so I was like, what's going on? Yeah, the only person in this whole report that's asking any questions like suspicious what's going on is the the valley girl there at the end (laughs) you know i mean she's the only one going what's going on i never get a cold during the summer yeah you know when things when you when you live a significant portion of your life and things you get used to things happening at certain times and certain stages and then all of a sudden things are happening that are abnormal. You know, normal people ask questions like, I wonder why this is happening. I wonder what the assignable cause is, right? But uh, nothing from this news report. Just from uh, the valley girl there that got a summer cold and has never gotten one of those before. But, you know, this is the thing now. And we're going to talk about this. There's an interesting Carl Sagan interview from, I think, 2012, before he died. And he talks about how we have this technological world, this science world, but so many people in our society are just utterly ignorant of science. Like, they don't really understand anything scientific. And uh, and either the media doesn't or they don't attempt to... uh, demonstrate that they understand so uh, that'll be an interesting talk for later this week but um, I don't know to me it seems like there's some real damage to people's immune systems and um, there's just no intellectual curiosity around this subject you don't really hear anybody talking about it in fact people are still talking about COVID-19 shots uh, up until recently, I was seeing them, seeing commercials on TV, just you know, I mean, frequently, at least once or twice a day. It seems like they've pulled back on those recently, but uh, I'm sure when the winter time comes, they'll fire it back up and they'll say, "Hey, COVID 19s out there. Get your booster." It does seem like, and just anecdotally, people you you hear uh, talk to that like their allergies are worse this year than they've been previous years, and they're worse the year before. Um, what is behind this rise? It's a whole concatenation of different factors, um, including air pollution. We use more antibiotics. Um, we've changed our eating habits. So it's really that we're changing everything around us. And so our immune systems, which are really, really old, are having trouble keeping up with all the changes. This is Teresa McPhail. She's, which is, I think, is a uh, an interesting last name, McPhail. <laughs> there's, there's something about that. But, um, you know, when asked about this, she's talking about we're making a lot of changes. You know, we're, our diets are changing and uh, there's been an increase in antibiotics. Well, look, 
I mean, people's diet hasn't changed that much over the last 20, 30 years. And antibiotics, we've been hearing about that, about how we take too many antibiotics. We've been hearing about that for decades. So what is she talking about? I mean, I, I just think she's really reaching here. Again, she's a doctor, Teresa McPhail, like, you know, a failed doctor maybe. Actually, she's a medical anthropologist. So I don't know if she's a medical doctor at all but or not, but um, she's a medical anthropologist, which is kind of weird. Like, what does that mean? Like, I, like, I personally have never been to a medical anthropologist, so I'm not sure what it is they do. <laughs> I'm not sure if I, you know, would need the services of a medical anthropologist. I mean, do they write books? Anthropological, uh, anthropological books uh, about medicine or something? I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe, uh, maybe one of you guys know. But I just think it's interesting, again, that there's just no curiosity about this massive experiment that was, that was run on the entire world's population. I mean, essentially, what's, what's good about this in some ways is there, there, there are major places around the world that didn't get any COVID shots, okay? Like there are major countries in Africa that didn't get any COVID shots. There are major uh, parts of India that didn't get any COVID shots. So, so we'll be able to look back on this, we'll, there, I don't know, 10 years from now or something, and we'll be able to compare what's going on in the United States with what's going on in certain parts of India where they know, for example, that there were no COVID shots given, no mRNA shots given. Um, what was that name of that camp, that state in India, Uttar Pradesh? They didn't do any COVID shots. They basically did what uh, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough prescribed. They used uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, um, magnesium. There, there's a guy famed. Look up Uttar Pradesh, and I don't know how you spell Uttar Pradesh, but I'm sure Google will help you with the spelling. And you'll see that those people, they didn't do any vaccination, and they crushed COVID. Absolutely crushed it. So we'll be able to look back after 10 years to see if there's any negative externalities, to use the economics term, from all this mRNA experimentation that took place on so many people around the world. Now, you mentioned we in the tease a moment ago this idea that even hygiene might be playing a role. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so if you think about it, I mean, thankfully, none of us have TB or cholera. And so we're just cleaner as a rule. So we sanitation got better. We're more clean. We use more antiseptic products. But the problem is, is some of those bacteria and some of those viruses are actually helpful to us and we need them around us and they help train our immune system. So without them, our immune systems are a little bit like a toddler that doesn't have anything to do and they'll find something to do. And what they're finding to do is pollen and dust mites. Well, she at least mentioned the immune system. Let me just posit a theory. Call it a conspiracy theory if you like, but a theory nonetheless. If your body is presenting spike protein in your tissue or whatever, somewhere in your body, 
your immune system is going to be busy attacking that. And, you know, if it's busy doing that, it can't be fighting adenovirus, rhinovirus, and some of these other things. This whole idea about hygiene, I mean, of course, hygiene plays a major role in preventing TB and cholera and things like that. And, you know, what's kind of funny is sanitation just became better. You know, oh, that just magically became better. No, you know, there was innovation and there was, there's a lot to all that, right? But what I, what I thought was interesting is she did at least bring up the immune system, but not in a satisfying way to me personally, because I, what I have noticed again, um, it's not so much that a lot of people seem to be getting sick. What I've noticed is they're staying sick for longer periods of time. Okay. There's people I work with that have been sick for weeks. Okay. Weeks with like a cold type, like long COVID, whether it be long COVID or not, it's like long COVID, except it's maybe just the cold. And so the immune system in my mind, has, has potentially been been damaged. Nobody's looking into this. And I don't know when they're going to start looking into it. Maybe, I don't know if more people have to die or more people, you know, have serious medical problems. I saw where Jamie Foxx just came out the other day and he had a really serious medical problem of some sort. Uh, he's not saying what it was, but he did say or it was in the news that he did not want to take the uh, mRNA shots, but he was on some project where he had to. And so he relented and took it. And I'd be really curious to know what, how he feels about that shot and whether or not he thinks it's attributed to his really serious medical situation. I mean, he was, he was in the hospital for more than a month, I think. So, I don't know. You know, some people are going to need to step up and talk about this, uh, bring it to the forefront. But I don't think you can count on the media doing it. I think it's going to have to be word of mouth, social media. You know, Twitter. Twitter's a free place now. You got something to say, say it on Twitter. There are very few things that violate their... Uh, terms of service. All right. Well, look, I'm going to wrap the show up tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. I definitely thank you for coming in and uh, sharing this time with me. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I've given you something to think about. I, I, you know, a lot of people have forgotten about COVID already, but to me, this was a, this was a major encroachment on our liberty. And uh, if, if there was something that was nefarious in addition to this encroachment on our liberty, in my mind, it could be the most, uh, could be the most serious attack on America in the history of America and on Americans. And so that really concerns me. And, and, and you've already got people talking about the next pandemic. It's like, what? The last pandemic was more than a hundred years ago. And you're talking about the next pandemic already. You know, this is not normal, okay? And uh, I don't know. There needs to be a whole lot more discussion about COVID. 
and what we went through, especially uh, the government's response to COVID, certainly was not one uh, that you would experience in a country that considers itself to be the freest country in the world. 